No vegan hamsters with lupus were harmed in the recording of this podcast. From Rochester, New York, the home of people who are seeing each other for the first time in a very long time, this is FC3's Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky, and everything can be geeky if you love it enough. Starring Billy DeTori, starring Dan Carmen, starring Tanya Metra, starring Juno the Wonder Dog, and starring maybe, just maybe, hello, I'm your host, my name is Chris. Hi, guys! Hi! This is so weird. Hi. It is so, weird. So- so we have a new version. There's a new version of Zencaster out, which has video now. So we're actually yes. seeing each other as we podcast. Which is, for which me. Is gonna, yeah. <laughs> Billy, Billy's camera was working at like not 1080p. We'll just say that it was. Just, it was. It was I, would a, see, a, I see Billy like making a gesture and saying something, and then yeah. he would freeze. But I would hear his voice perfectly clearly, and then he'd be like over here at the other end of the screen. <laughs> Like, wait, I'm still trying to organize myself so I'm comfortable. Tell me, and I can't see myself, so tell me if this you're probably looking at my belly right now. I can't tell. I don't know. No, no, your, no. Your, your, your camera's off right now. Oh, okay. yeah, then I'm just gonna your camera's off, so we can't see you. So, okay, so, so as long as you're comfortable. that's all that matters. That's yeah. it. Yeah. We're probably not going right to use this video, so you know, cool. don't worry about it too much. This is gonna be for our amusement. <laughs> This is, this is going to be the now. Now you think we we can catch Tanya off guard in the past, but now now we can really start having some fun. <laughs> I hate you. No, you don't. You know. now we'll see her shopping during the show. <laughs> you can't see my other my other screen. So, except for this I, button right here, does that? Oh, <laughs> screen sharing, multi camera wow. access. Tanya's yeah. on OnlyFans. What the heck? Hey. <laughs> I think I'm selling my feet pictures, right? No, she's <laughs> updating Tanya'sFeet.com. <laughs> <laughs> One subscriber, Quentin Tarantino. No, so before we started, I had burst out laughing. That's why Dan's like, oh, we got to stop. wait until Tanya stops laughing. So I, I went on a shopping excursion yesterday with Anne, and she what got me. surprise that is. <laughs> she got me a, uh, a crank pasta maker so I can make homemade pasta here. Mm-hmm. And it was only at the Bed Bath & Beyond in Victor. Greece is closing. Henrietta didn't have it. So we had to drive to Victor. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, well, we go to go into East Fumal. We, we were headed to the Lego store anyway. Well, we stopped at Build-A-Bear to get the cup and frog for our baby Yodas, our Grogu's. Mm-hmm. So she sends me a picture this morning. She goes, Oh, more please. I want more with her little. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah. So then I send mine. And then she said, (laughs) Naughty photos. And that's what I burst out (laughs) laughing at because she pulled up Grogu's. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh. (laughs) So she, I'm like. I'm poor, like, she's like, Grogu. come on. She's like, naughty photos. And I almost said, of what? But then the, the picture came in right away. And I'm just like, oh my God, you're uh, hysterical. So, you know, yes. it's, it's stuff, it's little anecdotes like this. <clears throat> excuse me. It's a little anecdotes that this that make me realize that over my, my 50 years, I am personally responsible for a lot of things. And quite a few of them I'm proud of. You know, <laughs> I, I, I bought a couple of them together. And, I, I'm quite. I'm still on the fence, though, with the whole Tanya and friendship, because <laughs> that wouldn't have happened without without me doing a thing. And um, and and so, and now I'm like, 
I sit back and go, huh? Did, was that a mistake? I'm not the, the, entirely the, sure. The, the world is a much more fun place with Italian and friendship. It is. It really is. No, I'm, I'm oh, my kidding. God. It's I, hysterical. I kid. I kid, of course. <laughs> oh, so when we were out and about yesterday, we mm-hmm. stopped at the Lego store. We had lunch at Route 31, which is a delicious restaurant out in Eastern Which Wallace. one again? I'm sorry. Route 31 r-o-o-t oh yeah yeah i've been there i have been there yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god we had the best salad yesterday um then coming back we hit hot topic and then box lunch and then out mm-hmm. well hot topic we she finds a, a pixar bag that's got mike and sully on it from monsters inc and things like that and that's jessica's favorite favorite disney character is okay. mike mike wazowski mike so wazowski can't really find much of it so she found this handbag or whatever and then i'm like oh yeah Jess would love it for her birthday then we looked up and they had a mini backpack they had a lot of the pixar stuff and mike and and whatever Mm. and we're like oh and it was uh buy one get one half off Uh or something like that Uh so um well, Can't we grabbed no. that one. Yeah, we grabbed that <laughs> yeah, one, and then we turned and found a stitch one for Justice's real good friend Ariana, uh, and okay. her, her birthday's in March or something. So I'm like, I'll go half on it with you. So um, we split the cost of it, and then we put that in the bag. And then we went to box lunch. Then we found little um, pins that had Mike Wazowski and Sully on it, and then Stitch and whatever, and I got a couple of Grogu ones. I got Sanderson sisters and Wonder Woman for Anne, hmm. that type of thing. I have some pins for Chris and Dan, but they're going to have to wait to see what they look like. Ooh. Um, okay. So I'm going to keep adding to Chris's jacket. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> My FC3 jacket. I'm adding to your FC3 jacket. So I, we get home and Anne leaves and I get some she calls me and she's like, Oh my God, did you hear the screams of joy and excitement just over <laughs> the pins? Uh-huh. They hadn't even seen the bags yet. They were wow. just like squealing over the pins. And then a couple minutes later, I get a phone call from Jess. Thank you. Thank you. And I hear Ariane in the background. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of it, right? Yeah. Well, and, and Ariana's uh, grandfather or great grandfather um, was placed in comfort care the other day so mm-hmm. it, it's a it was just a nice pick-me-up that i wasn't even mm-hmm. thinking about that when i got it so yeah very good successful trip there yes but my mom is mad at both ann and myself right now why <laughs> why is that because my mom was going to get me a pasta maker for my birthday because my birthday's in two weeks uh-huh and but i told her that ann bought it she goes damn man i'm like sorry and then i said and i'm like oh and i got myself a a pandora baby yoda charm yesterday for my bracelet she goes god damn you (laughs) (laughs) she goes i had three (laughs) ideas for you for your birthday and took one of them you took the other one I'm not telling you what the third one it, is. It really is hard to shop for a shopaholic. It, it, it's it, terrible she, because if you see goes, something you want, you usually buy it. Right. And I said, well, well, my, and that's what like, my dad would do. That's what I do a lot of times. And, yeah. and I wouldn't even think about asking my mom for the charm for my, my birthday or anything. It just, thought never even crossed my mind because the charm was 55 bucks. So I'm like, wow. mm, yeah. So I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask somebody for something that that was that much. 
And Anne got $15 off the pasta maker because I had $15 in gift cards for Bed Bath & Beyond. So. <laughs> so you've had some big news, too, lately this week. Not just your shopping adventures, young lady. I but, have. Uh, your your uh, life quest um, uh, came to come through so with some interesting oh information. Oh, my God. Um, well, people know that I'm adopted. Um, we've, yeah, we've talked about that in the past. We've talked about that. And that last year, right around the time that we were at the Straw Museum, I had gotten mm-hmm. my pre-adoption birth certificate. So I right. got so that was uh, about a year uh, ago. Yes, I got um, a birth birth mother name, but no father name, whatever. Fast forward to, I don't know, so many. About a week and a half, two weeks ago now. Well, a couple basically. months ago, we were we were searching and things like that. I was searching um, the name yeah. in like March, April last year. We couldn't find anything. So mm-hmm. Chris was had some contacts where he was searching, and I just love the text message I got from him one day. He goes, "Are you sure you're not some alien princess that was dropped <laughs> off on Earth? Because this person has vanished off the face of the Earth. You can't find whatever." He goes, because that would be really cool. I'm like, maybe. I don't know. I actually, I even went so far. This is this is where watching Criminal Minds and CSI and all that shit got into my brain. Because I actually started trying to work a backwards profile. And I was almost completely right when it came, when you started looking at it. And when we finally got that one piece of information. But I'm like, I'm starting to think, I'm trying to piece it together. I'm like, well, this and this and this and this. And then you'll have this detail and this. I was pretty damn close. I just want to point that out. <laughs> but for, now, this for the sake of brevity at this point, so that our intro section does not become a half an hour. Um, which it it'll probably will be anyway, because I still want to get to Billy and Dan too. Um, but we found your mother. We found your birth mother. Yes. The the, you know, the unfortunate thing is we found her headstone because she had passed away in 1997. Yes, um, and the the surreal part is we found that her funeral mm-hmm. was, was on, on my twenty your... my 25th birthday. Yes, she had her passed birthday. away about a couple of days before, and. Um, and she was buried on your birthday in 97. And yes. we found wow. pictures of her from when she was little. And, yes, and um, she was in seventh grade and eighth grade. We found pictures of her. And as soon as we saw those pictures, it was holy crap. Because it was just like looking at Tanya. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. So I will send the pictures up to um, Monkey Business. And then mm-hmm. um, May. So before Nerd World News on Monday, Chris had to get his computer or whatever and i had just opened ancestry.com because we were talking about it and um a name came up with with gray as the last name and i'm just like oh my god and then i clicked on it and it said mount morris i'm like this is the closest that i have gotten ever to have any information about um birth family and things like that so i contacted them and then um that night her mom contacted me and then the next day or whatever um, her other cousin contacted me, which would be my first cousin. And then uh, Wednesday, she actually Facebook messaged me through video and we talked for about uh, 20, 25 minutes. She lives in Chai Lai somewhere. So when the weather gets nicer, we can actually meet. But then um, yesterday she started sending me photos of, uh, my birth mother when she was young and wow. the one picture at Christmas time, it, it was, um, really surreal. So I think I sent that to Anne. Hold on. 
So what kind of emotions are you going through these days? Well, um, what I mean, the main reason why I did this is because I'm like, you always want to know who you are, where you come from, what, what your background is. Um, everyone like in school is like, Oh, I'm Italian. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. I'm just like, I don't know what I am. I think I'm an alien princess that was dropped off on the face of the earth. Um, that type of thing. So I did the, yeah, I did the ancestry DNA and I found out that I was Irish and English and a little bit of French and things like that. So definitely the uh, Northern European. Um, and now I'm just like, the main point is I didn't want anything like, oh, am I the daughter of a billionaire or whatever? And I want money or whatever. I was, it was never about any of that. I was like, I want to know if I have siblings. I want to know, mm -hmm. I want to know medical stuff. And sure enough, there is some medical stuff that um, we found out that my birth mother passed away from a stroke at the age of 50. Mm -hmm. um, and then my other family has had high blood pressure and things like that. So fortunately I found this information out right before a doctor's appointment and my doctor's like, Oh, that's good information to know now. Mm -hmm. Um, so they can start testing that and things like that. But fortunately for me, I don't have high blood pressure. I've already mm -hmm. been tested, um, so many years ago for that clotting factor that would cause blood clots and I didn't have it. So that, that's the good, the good thing. So um, I'm planning on being on this earth for at least another 30 to 40 years. Okay. And, um, so do we. So that type of thing. So that, that was like the main thing. I will never, I would never change my change and want to change my upbringing whatsoever. I, and that's like the one thing that I've had to reassure mom and dad that this mm -hmm. doesn't change damn thing. Right. Type thing. No, but just so. curious, just knowing your your past, knowing yeah, knowing yeah. where you're from, just knowing, knowing who you are, where you come from, knowing that yeah. there's other I mean, people out there. I mean, might be interesting who you are you. Is, is how you were raised right now. So that's yeah. that's right. not going to change. It's just more of yeah. And truly, I'm still an only child. Yeah, <laughs> no, but no, but no, I have, I do have biological um, older siblings and half siblings, and um, there's potentially biracial siblings. Um, because That's she married cool. an African American man after she had me, um, and she mm -hmm. had children with him. So Very it's, cool. it is, it is really cool. Um, I think they're in like Florida, that area. Mm -hmm. So I just want to uh, say it's impressive that you do not have high blood pressure considering you're friends with me and Dan. <laughs> um, I think my genetics came in first before I knew you guys. And so if my blood pressure spikes, it is because of you. <laughs> It, it, it is because of you. I, I, want, I don't know. I want to say I'm probably one of the most patient ones in regards to the... Uh, I don't know what you mean. The board. Oh, you should have heard Anne angry shoveling yesterday. She couldn't get out of her driveway. I was angry on my shoveling? way to go get her. Yeah. Yes. Her father-in-law blocked her in. So. Uh, and how are you With doing, Daniel, son? I'm doing okay. Um... Yeah, I got. I start chemo this this coming week here. So on Thursday, okay. on Thursday I start chemo, which is the so that's the two hour there for two hours and an IV for two hours and getting so that's new stuff. So I don't know how that's going to react to that. And then I have the same old, the same pills I had before in addition to that. So 
new stuff coming up, but it just means that I'm on the path to the next to getting this done. So good deal. And that's going on until uh, June. Uh, last the last one is June 10th, so I got a ways to go for that. But uh-huh. six mm-hmm. of those every three weeks. So that'd be fun. Oh, it sounds it. But other than that, doing okay. So still adapting to this whole Tom. thing. Yes, because she's getting what she wants at the moment. Mm-hmm. They can see Juno sitting in my lap at the moment. Mm-hmm. She's just chilling. She, she hasn't she's heard me. Around. That's why. Yeah, she can't hear your voices at the moment because I've got my headset on. So. She's like, hmm, this is nice. Billy Billy! Oh. Hello, Chris. Billy Billy? There's <laughs> Billy Billy. Am I, Are you and Susan holding Am it? I still here? Because Doing yep. okay, and I, I wanted to check with you guys right now because I actually got a warning about lack of local disk space on my computer. Um, does that is that going to be a problem over there, a little behind the scenes? I don't think so. So as long as okay. you keep it going, I think you're fine. So Okay, then I'll keep going. Yeah, uh, last Sunday when we spoke, I told you about how, how uh, our kitty Dora was, was not feeling well. And last Sunday night, she passed away right. suddenly. So it, it was very yeah. sad. And, and um, Sad. I mean, like we were... She, we could tell she hadn't been feeling well, but the same thing as a couple weeks ago where... No, she wasn't eating and like lackadaisical. And we basically spent all weekend mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of keeping an eye on her. And, you know, she obviously wasn't feeling well, but seemed okay. Um, and we were going to take her to the vet Monday. Uh, but Sunday, like between Susan and I, we, we had spent one of us, at least one of us, up in the bedroom with her, hanging out and just keeping an eye on her. But at one point, I was downstairs watching TV, and Susan came downstairs to get something to eat. And when she went back upstairs, Dora was laying in the floor out in the hallway, non-responsive with, like, liquid around her mouth. And So we rushed her to the emergency vet out in Henrietta, but by the time we got there, um, she was gone. And she may mm-hmm. have actually been gone by the time she left here. I couldn't tell because... And so mm. it was very sad. We yeah. just got Poor her ashes, baby. ashes Friday from the, um, so. Okay. How old was Dora? 12. 12. Yeah. Well, so, so not incredibly bad. old. Yeah. Um, so we're sad. No, it, no. no, Susan yeah. literally raised her from a, a kitten, like a tiny runted litter kitten that she had to feed mm. by an eyedropper. <laughs> um, so, Aww. and she was the bossy lady. So she was our bossy. <laughs> um, so it's, it's a lost rag. She feeling. She was the mom unit of the, of the, of the Well, she, she was, she's the one that would wake me up when she wanted to eat at four in the morning, which I both <laughs> miss and don't miss, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, that part is okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, but it's weird. Like I woke up and this morning and it, it's still Weird not having like Dora tapping me on the head and staring mm-hmm. at me. I want to eat. I want to eat. Yeah. Um, right. So uh, that was the, our my news of the week. Other than that, it's been been low key, and I haven't done a whole lot. So our passed away kitty. Um, we still have five yeah. of them though. So <laughs> including one that hates cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, I mean, cats. Yeah. 
Ann said to me yesterday, Wade's got plenty of cats to send you. <laughs> I don't know if we need the home for wayward cats. No. We're, we're losing you, Billy. Yeah. I, we can hear you, but you're, you're very It was all quiet. distorted to me. Yeah. I can't hear him. I, I tell you what. Let's go to break, and we can end this particular section. That's the intro. All right. And then when we come back, we'll have everything sorted out. Hey, Billy. Hey, Tanya. Weren't we going to flash back to a couple weeks ago? Yeah, this was a previously recorded conversation. Let's flash back. If you're just joining us, um, you'll notice that we have a voice missing today. Um, uh, we started our podcast a couple weeks ago, and then we had some technical issues. And so we decided we were going to pick up this episode today on March 7th. So you guys should be listening to it on March 10th. Um, we don't have Chris with us today. Um, he had the unfortunate experience of having a couple teeth extracted yesterday. And so he has decided that he is going to take the day off and not talk, which is very difficult and challenging for him because you know how much he loves to talk, even more so than I love to talk. No, actually, I think I love to talk more than he does. But um, so it's, today... It's painful for him to talk. Yes, it's, it's very painful. He says that he can get about a sentence or two out, and then he's got to rest for a little while because just moving the jaw and things like that, he's got a tooth on both sides. And so for those that are Facebook friends with him, saw his trials and tribulations over the last couple of days at the dentist... So we're sending him all of our best wishes for him to um, rest and relax and uh, be able to be back with us for Monday's Nerd World News. So he took today off in order to be with us on Monday. So when we're listening to this on Wednesday, hopefully we talk to him on Monday because it's before and backwards and things like that and flashing back and jumping forward and type of stuff. Do you remember Steve Martin as a dentist in Little Shop of Horrors? I do. I love that movie. So um, with us, we have Dan, Billy, and we have Ian with us today um, for the Marvel 616. And and of course, I'm here um, as well. I think everyone knows who I am. And yeah. So when you guys are listening to this, I have um, officially hit the age of 49. But while we're recording it, I am spending my last day of being 48. And then uh, on Monday, Ann and I are uh, setting off on an adventure. Again. going on an adventure. It's adventure time. Tanya's got her groove back. (laughs) (laughs) Really, did she tell you what we're doing? Are you going to the mall? We're going to the Galleria Mall in Buffalo. We haven't been there. Okay. Wow. Well, then. Dan suggested shopping. Dan suggested Destiny in Syracuse, but I think that's just like too far the other way. <clears throat> it's not that bad, but I wasn't impressed with Destiny. But no, no, I've never been there, so I don't know. <gasps> yeah, well, if we could venture further, we could like hit the Niagara outlets. But 
That's in Waterloo. That's not too far. That's halfway to Destiny. Well, yeah, but there's one up in Niagara Falls, too. Oh, and then yeah, there's I the about that one. Waterloo outlets. And if we're that close, we might as well just hit the casino. <laughs> and since you're there, you might as well. Do <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed yet. We'll have to... <laughs> Are you allowed in Batavia? No. <laughs> Who's not allowed in Batavia? Somebody who it's... knows how to count cards. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Anne has allegedly been kicked out and, and barred from some casinos. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to picture that now. That's hilarious. <laughs> and being that. led away in handcuffs. Excuse me, miss. You'll have to come with me. <laughs> Don't let her play gin or rummy or uno with you. She knows what you have. Are there cats in jail? I might go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a different thing. Bring cats. That would that would help help prisons a lot. If, you know, if oh, yeah, cats uh, definitely rehab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They, no, can, they just, could squeeze through the banned, bars. You know, I got banned from like two, and then because a lot of them are owned by like the same people, you know, <laughs> and my picture got circulated. <laughs> wow, you're famous. Well, how long ago was that? Truly, the last time. Yes. Um, 2012. They might be gone by now. We're almost at 10 years. Yeah, and, and I'm assuming that you look a little different than you did then. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I should be wearing a mask. You have a different name. <laughs> and a different name, too. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so if we read about the news on Tuesday where you got arrested at the casino, we know what happened. <laughs> Never play the slots, just the cards. Uh, I yeah, I can't bluff whatsoever, so I can't play poker and things like that. Yeah, no. But what we're going to be talking about is we're five minutes into our uh, next part of our uh, general discussion as we had jumped in after our opening and left and came back and. I'm not going to take a break again, but we're going to uh, <laughs> jump into a conversation about Marvel's 616 documentary series. It is um, on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. It's an anthology documentary television series by Marvel New Media and Supper Club for Disney Plus. It premiered on November 20th, 2020. The name 616 refers to Earth 616, the fictional universe in which the Marvel comics is set. Um, it's also referred to in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Earth, is like 1990, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90. There's like 20 million nines, as I looked. Ooh. Something. On November 20th, executive producer Joe Quesada said it was definitely possible that the show could be renewed for a second season, but it has not been officially renewed for season two yet. Um, each episode focuses on a different, interesting aspect of the Marvel Universe. For example, the first episode of the series is about the Japanese version of Spider-Man. Other episodes revolve around Marvel cosplay, Marvel action figures, women in Marvel, and even a comic, Marvel Comics-themed musical. I missed that episode. I did not watch. That's, the, that's episode eight. I haven't watched that one either. That was the Marvel Spotlight. Um, mm-hmm. So the ones I watched is the um, Japanese Spider-Man, the first one. The second one, Higher, Further, Faster, about the um, women of Marvel. And then I did Suit Up, 
which is the cosplay ones. And I know you've watched them all like 20 gazillion times. Yes, yes. For some reason, I, sometimes I think that's what I do at work, is watch TV all day. <laughs> well, if, if you can uh, multitask. I just have to have something listening. <clears throat> and we weren't allowed to listen to music for years, so now I just listen... I just turn it on and listen to the different things. And man, I've learned a lot the last couple of years, but um, yeah, I've seen them all. I enjoyed them all. Um, cosplay ones really are some of my favorites. And then the women in Marvel. So they're pretty cool. I highly recommend everything on Disney channel. Cause if you're having a bad day, you cannot have a bad day while watching Disney plus you can't. Oh, There's I watched so much stuff out there. Yeah. I watched Age of Ultron last night after we got back from Selena's. So I needed time to um, digest my dinner. So yeah, Disney Plus, I'm like, well, what should I watch? I'm like, oh, since I just finished WandaVision, I'm like, let's watch Age of Ultron. So, but. See, it's, it's funny you say that, Tanya, because I was just about to start WandaVision. I was waiting for all of the episodes to drop. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking, I should really go back and start before that with Age of Ultron because that's where Vision was created. And watch, but if I do that, I should go back to the one movie pre. And then next thing you know, I you might as well mind, just start at the beginning. I just start. <laughs> I just want to start at the beginning and watch every movie and lead up to WandaVision again. Even though I have been following along with WandaVision and sort of, kind of, a little bit know what happens, but not really. So, but yeah, I, I may. Now my mind is saying Age of Ultron is a good starting point again. I like the people yelling, what happened to her accent? You have to watch. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Um, yeah, definitely have to watch because the accent kicks in and out. So, uh -huh. no, and it was, you know, it was just funny because all the one-liners that are in Age of Ultron and then you do watch WandaVision, you're like, oh, okay. And then you kind of um because i had forgotten a lot of what had happened in age of ultron so in regards to wandavision so it was actually good to have like tie it back up into a little bow yeah that's you know? why i want to go back and start rewatching the uh the the marvel movies again although i hear that the uh quicksilver they have is the one from the x-men movies yep and you'll find out the reason why okay so. I like that one better anyway. They, they, they tie so much into the, there's so many little little things here and there. I've seen a lot of other videos, people say, wait a second, I was watching WandaVision, I saw this and mm -hmm. it matched up to this. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. how did she? I don't know how people pick that stuff up because I, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I'm not. A that lot of these directs. That's why I, I love after I watch an episode of whatever I'm watching, going and checking out like fan reviews because mm -hmm. you'll see them talking about Easter eggs and mm -hmm. tie-ins and stuff that you didn't notice. And then mm -hmm. you feel smart when you, when going forward before you go to the next episode. Yeah. Cause people pick up the it's amazing what people can find. I mean, yeah. I mean, it must've been fun making these episodes and putting them in there, but then I'm impressed people can find so much of this stuff. Well, it looks like they, they just watch and watch and watch and rewatch. And then they're like, mm -hmm. okay, I found this or mm -hmm. because I wouldn't necessarily find it to another first show time. and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I hear there's a lot of Easter eggs tied into the comic book history of the characters, which mm -hmm. I'm um, not as familiar with either. I've always been a big 
DC back in the seven, mostly the seventies and before, but like Marvel, I know the characters I've read a bunch of the comics, but I'm not quite the historian on Marvel comics. So the comic I'm not book so much either, references. Billy. Yeah, I'm not so much either mm-hmm. on the Marvel side, but I do know that in WandaVision, some characters are brought through that we haven't seen since the 70s Marvel comic books. Hmm. And that that actually was quite intriguing. Like I had to look up the one character. I knew the character's name, but Wade had no backstory to it. And to find a character that Wade had no backstory to was kind of uh, alarming. That's interesting. I, I God, I, I, I may start with Age of Ultron today. <laughs> we're done here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Please be um, a secret door. Please be a secret door. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Why does that not shock me? Well, because it goes right into D and D too. We use it quite often. <laughs> Sorry, that's okay. I'm still trying to explain D and D to my husband. He's still not understanding that whole thing these days. Ask so. him. Ask him if he played pretend as a child. Like, Probably like, not. like cowboys I mean, and Indians or cops and robbers, that type of stuff. Maybe GI Joe, but I mean, not to sound like he had no childhood, but. They were on the farm, I know. Yes, from the time that he was in a stroller, he was on the farm. He started milking full-time when he was 12. And he was mm-hmm. driving a tractor before he was 10. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just think about it's pretend with guidelines and rules. I mean, he watches, like, um, D&D is just, like, the fantasy version of, like, say, Lord of the Rings. If he's watched the Lord of the Rings movies. It's just like that or i mean star wars the star wars role-playing game it's like you are fulfilling missions and stuff that's kind of like that's helping the the rebels to fight against the clone the stormtroopers and stuff i'm gonna get him to understand it one of these days i'm trying to get him to play magic too but he doesn't get that either so. uh, there's too many cards in regards to that <laughs> yeah no 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 magic what, what- to tie it back into Marvel 616, what does he think of cosplay? If it's short and tight and cute, he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> On him? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, do you want my <laughs> We broke again. <laughs> I broke everybody. No, we broke you. Oh. Um. I mean, he'll he'll look at cosplay and he'll he'll you know see it, and I don't think he actually would do it because I said a couple of times like, okay, so when he turned forty a few years back, I threw him a superhero birthday party, and everybody was supposed to dress up in costume, and he would only wear the Superman shirt with the attached cape, like he wouldn't wear the, the, the tights, he wouldn't wear anything else. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it wouldn't work on the farm, so you know he doesn't. You know, no. <laughs> but but I mean, he had a, a, a Star Wars wedding. Yeah, but no, you know, we encouraged people to dress up. I mean, I don't know if you saw the invitations, but we really encouraged people to dress up. And um, we, I mean, the DJ dressed up, and a few other people dressed up, but that was about it. I mean. 
we were surprised we didn't have more of our friends. I mean, my family, I, we knew they weren't going to dress up. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> well, I got the last minute one going that Chris is like, can you come help me? <laughs> I'm like, mm. sure. And uh, because that was before, like, we really became super friends. Yeah. Super friends. Huh? Super yeah. friends. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we are super friends, super sisters, and mm-hmm. we put 37 or 36 boxes of cookies in my truck yesterday. Yeah. And by the way, I messed up cookies. I am short. I did, and this is my fault. I messed up in ordering two cases of cookies and I have to go pick up more on Friday. <clears throat> so were you short for your orders then? Um, yeah, I'm short a uh, case of s'mores. I do have an extra case of lemonades, though, which is weird. But <clears throat> no big deal. I still have to place another 15 box order for our cookie booth. So, oh, okay. So, so you can get the 15 boxes in your car. Oh yeah, I can get yeah. I can usually get like 20 cases in my car, but more than that, no. <laughs> so should we talk about Marvel Six Sixteen? Yes. <laughs> Well, once you mention the word Marvel, it goes 20 di- different directions. So, And you're the one that turned us on to the show. Yes, I was telling Dan about, I mean, it's got to be over a month. I was like, Dan, you got to watch this, wasn't mm-hmm. I? Like, you yeah. got to watch this. But I, did you read something about it? Out of all the things on Disney+, Plus, how did you wind up landing on that show? I didn't even know that it was there until you mentioned it. It came across in the Marvel universe because Wade and I, like, we, we tend to rewatch a lot of the old Marvel movies and DC movies and stuff. And um, we were going through and it came across and said, uh, Marvel 616, check this documentary. And I was like, okay. And I watched the first, like, 20 minutes of an episode. And that's how I can normally tell to Wade, yes or no, does he like this? <laughs> and um, he was like... Okay. I was like, yeah, he's going to like this. He's going to like this. So he so we started watching the first episode and then the second episode. And then it was like 1030 at night. I'm like, we got to go to bed <laughs> because he'll just, if I don't turn the TV off and say, it's time to go to bed, he'll just continue watching until like the <laughs> morning he's going to the barn. <laughs> Susan's the same way, strangely enough, between the two of us. If we wind up binging something, she'll go, Can we watch the next episode? Can we watch the next episode? Uh, we did the same thing with the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix, where I, I started it on my own because I didn't think she'd like it. But then she came downstairs and got caught up in, in it. Next thing you know, it's two in the morning. <laughs> And come on, we got to go to bed. Let's finish this tomorrow. It's not going to leave Netflix between now and tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. But my, yeah. so, it's only on for five hours, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you're, I can also tell when Susan's going to like something. And when I caught the second episode of Marvel 616, mm-hmm. which is the women in comics, the history of mm-hmm. women creators, women characters, uh, that I knew she'd love. Because she's really into that stuff, and so it, that's that's a great hour to start with. If mm-hmm. to me, if you're trying, like this, the Japanese Spider-Man one episode one, I enjoyed, but that wouldn't have got Susan interested. The women in comics did. So I was doing the um, the Girl Scout superhero series, and I was originally trying to find 
something that I could say, okay, girls, you need to go watch this, like from the first, um, to give Girl Scouts to tell them to watch the first one before we went into more in the series. Well, the girls ended up being a little too young for it, but Mm -hmm. uh, the Girl Scout leaders who were running this, they were like, oh my God, we're going to save this. We need to show this at one of our events because, I mean- it's, it's it's 2021, okay? In all honesty, it is 2021. We should not be saying, we got to see all girl comics. This should mm-hmm. be the norm, you know? Right. We should say, oh, look, this one is Sarah and Kelly or whoever, you know? We, we should know that these girl these women's names and not just, oh, they're, it's written by a woman comic, you know? Like, it's the wrong day and age for that. We're too, we're too PC these days, you know? Right. Uh, it's the, the first woman creator I was aware of was just in the late 60s, Ramona Fridon, who created Med- Metamorpho and she worked on Plastic Man and Aquaman and a bunch of others. But before then, I think women artists were really rare. Or, yeah. And women writers. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, that wasn't that long. That was, that was what, 50, 40 years ago, 50 years ago? Yeah, somewhere around there. Math yeah, and when women had kids, exact. I mean, you could be you could be so many things, but when women in any industry went had kids, they were expected not to return. So you see a huge age gap in a lot of the comic artists, the writers, the producers, or even just um, in any industry. You'll have women into their mid twenties, and then all of a sudden they come back in their late forties. Right. And I don't, I don't know if you've seen that, Billy, but I've seen that even in where I work now. I have women that worked with us for many, many years. And now they're coming back in, you know, their later years and they're like, well, we, I raised four kids. So now I'm now I'm they're all out of college. We're coming back to work. That's that's interesting. I, I, I can picture it, but that hasn't been my experience with the women I've worked with. Um. But I, I mean, during my lifetime, my mom didn't work after she started having kids. Now I have two older brothers and then there's me and my sister and she was a housewife and stayed home and took care of us and took care of the house and worked really hard at that. Um, because that is a full-time job. Yeah. My mom did the same thing. And to make ends meet at times, my mom took on sewing or she would babysit the neighbor's kids before and after school and, you know, get them on the bus with us. And that's what they did. It wasn't until um, I think I was about 12 that my mom went back to work. Hmm. And that was because we were in Catholic school. Yeah. Catholic school is just expensive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went to public school. That's why I'm done. Billy, you're a genius. You mean you remember more about comic stuff than I forgot? um, Billy's one of those uh, fountains of useless knowledge. Exactly. He he Uh, is, and it's like you remember like such the obscure stuff, and 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 that takes a level of genius to do that. So yeah, Yeah. don't ever make yourself or say that you're dumb because you're not. Everybody has. Such smarts and different yeah. things, Billy. Like, you yeah. know all this musical stuff. You know all this other stuff. Yeah, I, I, everybody has interests. So, and those were mine. So, I, I did get lucky and doing what I did for so long. I, I found, and I still find outlets for the things I like 
to do and write and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, in fact, I want to work on Marvel 616. If only I liked Marvel comics more, <laughs> which I do. I just, I've always been more of a DC guy, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I've read Spider-Man Fantastic Four. I love the movies, love all that stuff. But y- before we started recording, I had literally just finished episode seven and mentioned it. And Tanya, you said there was something about the episode that featured Dan's there. Dan it's an Slott, episode yes. Dan Slot, who's a writer for Marvel comics and really one of my very favorites. I never knew it. I never took the time to figure out what he looked like. So when, you know, his name popped up under the guy talking, Oh, so that's Dan Slot. I love, <laughs> I love his run on silver surfer a few years ago. His Spider-Man stuff, no, is is his what he's most known for. But I I loved his Silver Surfer book, um, and now this episode features him writing Iron Man twenty twenty, which is uh, Tony Stark's brother taking over as Iron Man and what was then the future. Yeah. Um, it says CNET, um, which is an American media website that publishes reviews, news, articles, blogs. Um, it's owned by Red. It's owned by Red Venture since 2020. Um, uh, I felt that, I felt the the episode was more staged than it should have been. It, I I enjoyed it, but I didn't sort of like the format of it. It felt phony to me. Yeah, they said they pointed out in the review. Go ahead, Tanya. Oh, no, I said the CNET pointed out in their review of that specific episode that certain fans of Marvel questioned Marvel's decision to feature Dan Slott in episode seven, The Marvel Method, as the episode depicts him writing very slowly and putting those who work around him in dire situations by doing this. And some readers wondered if Slot was even working or just slacking off. So <laughs> I, I, that that's their take on it. I haven't seen the episode yet. So what what's your response, Billy? I no, I I felt that it was a a phony uh, piece of drama for TV's sake to make it look like it was coming down to the wire, and that it was more planned out than than what the show depicted it, which is fine for, no, it's TV. It's supposed to tell a story. Um, uh, I, I still enjoyed it because I, I just did. I, I like watching the, the, uh, comic book creation process. So, you know, when they brought in the second writer to help with the script Mm -hmm. and they showed the whole process, how it goes from the writer to the artist, to the, uh, to publish yeah so mm-hmm. i i enjoyed it and dan slot is a big personality i thought fo- i've been following him on twitter for a couple years now and so i i think anything no they made a point of the editor saying how he has a history of missing deadlines and i i so i think that it was it was more of for story purposes for tv that was my take but I don't know. And I think that because each each episode had its own producer. Okay. I think they were sometimes to me it was a little confusing. You couldn't watch I couldn't watch them all in a row because there wasn't that same format. Like mm-hmm. um other shows we watched, the toys that made us had that same format, but it was all still different. This 
was recorded a different, everything was a different way. Mm-hmm. Every episode was completely different because of having a different producer. So I took that episode as being, yes, he does always miss time things. They're poking fun at it, but he's poking fun at himself about it. But it was kind of cool to also see how his brain thinks. And yeah. With most comic artist writers, they all think in such different ways that nobody has a set formula. And I think they were kind of trying to poke fun at Marvel with the Marvel formula that there is no formula. There shouldn't <laughs> no? be a formula. Yeah, everybody's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And and he does have a history of missing deadlines, not because like I said, I was a big fan of his Silver Surfer comic. And sometimes I had to wait a couple months before I got the new issue, two or three months. And I I go in and I ask, Do you got the new silver? No, it's delayed. So yeah, he, he does miss deadlines. Yeah. For whatever it's worth. And, and he says on Twitter, because this this was a review on November twenty fourth. Um, he's like, I've scripted books down to the wire, but I think anyone who understands how comic books are are made know that plotting a book down to the wire is not only silly, but kind of impossible, as was most of the time frame of the episode. But that and many liberties were taken for fun TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's someone's also saying Dan took a bullet to add some narrative drama to the episode. Honestly, working on this issue was similar to every other job I've done. This is from Pete Woods, Space Guardian. Yeah, he was I, the ar- he was the artist on the book. In fact, I've had much much more stressful situations in my past, and uh, the there uh, Christos Gage was saying Dan's plots are much more detailed, broken down page pr- broken down by page and panel. In each panel description, it says what's happening, how the characters feel, what they're basically saying. The artist is free to make changes, but Dan's got everything there except the specific words. And that's what Christos puts in. He goes, that's what I put in the dialogue. Yep. Sometimes before the artist draws, sometimes after. When Dan does this himself, he misses deadlines because he obsesses over the perfect words. I write until it's time to turn it in. And then it's, well, like, this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then um, Joe Caramagna. Um, he, is I... what the, he is the... I just saw it. Um, the, the letter. Yep, yeah, he's the letter, and he says, "Where'd it go?" In my part of the Marvel method process in Marvel Six One Six, gave you anxiety. Imagine if they hadn't cut the story I told about lettering an issue in the delivery room while my wife was in labor. So, we <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't laugh at that, but that's that would be like something. I mean, that would be something I'd tell my kids later on. I mean, I'm that cool person that likes comics. Yeah, like I, I am lettering an issue in the delivery room while my while my wife is in labor. So, well, it would be even better if his wife was lettering it while she was in labor. I mean, just to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so. Billy, I'm going to have to bring this book over for you to see. I know you're a huge DC fan, but mm-hmm. I have this gigantic book. It takes up my entire dining room table when it's open, and it's. You flip it one way and then you flip it upside down and the pages Thanks. open out. The book's like three foot tall. And it is, is it all- the Marvel? I, I, I've got the big one on the history of DC and the one on the history of Marvel. Is that the one you got, the Marvel one? Let me see. It is the... Because I, I do like Marvel. It is the entire expanding universe wall chart 
of all Marvel characters ever created. Oh, hmm. I don't think I know that one because you I do have the Marvel have... Universe book too. Yeah, but... the one that comes in a big cardboard carrying case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Tashin, that's a really good book. But this one here, I was able to like. So I I bought this for Wade, and um... <laughs> and has he opened it? He opened it when I gave it to him. But I'm the one who like opens it and stares mm -hmm. at it and tries to go through like the universe and put things together. Like the X-Men are in here. Um, X-Forces. I mean, everything is in here. And I just thought that was the coolest thing because when I was watching the Marvel 616 and they were showing some of the characters, especially in the Pops episode. Oh, yeah. The toy episode. Yep. Yeah. Um, some of those characters, I'm like, oh, I know that one. But mm -hmm. it was only because I've stared at this book for so many hours. Is the See, Pops one the unboxed? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, it, it actually takes you inside the Pops um, factory in the building. It is so cool. We need to do a tour there. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, back in uh, my old house, I had uh, tons of shelves of Pops, but. We, I still have most of them in, the, in boxes now up in the attic because I had a ton of pops, but in the new house, we didn't put up those shelves. We hung art on the walls instead. So. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't have room for anything else, so we can't collect pops. We have so, a few. So, so I shouldn't get what I want. What's that? So I shouldn't get her any? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, my new plan, I know you're all going to think this is dumb as heck, but I want... if. Has anybody seen the plate walls lately on Pinterest or whatever? So I have a Star Wars kitchen. I want to do a whole wall of Star Wars plates that I'm going to hand paint each plate. There you oh, go. Wow. Yeah. So and remove my cow plates off the wall. <laughs> See, th that's the thing about this TV show. Get your mind wandering. Like the, the yeah. episode about the toys. I want to get out those toys now. I still have a bunch of them around the house. There's still areas where there's toys and figures. And, and I got uh, a working bat signal. And oh, I got awesome. you know, the huge Batman pop, like the foot tall Batman pop. And I got a bunch of statues around, just not all of them. But looking at that episode made me go, oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. Yeah. Because... It, it, it really gets your mind going. I, I no. like watching the different episodes and how like mm -hmm. even the writers and the producers and all the different people had all their own characters and their own things around their houses and around mm -hmm. their office. Mm -hmm. You know, like they just didn't draw them. They enjoyed them. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and that's what I think the Marvel 616 does is it was like, okay, enjoy what you love. Embrace it love it, geek it out, and have fun with it. So that's what I'm going to do, you know? There you go. And it made me want also, there, there was the episode with the two artists from Spain. Yes. And it made me go, I want to read that Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur book. I may mm. have to, to go to the store and pick up those comics because that looked really cute, that, that book. So you haven't watched the musical episode yet, right? No. no, I haven't. Oh, that's so cute. It is so cute. It's about bringing in um, Marvel characters into schools to be done as plays and musicals. 
And they're short plays and musicals. They're not like hour long or two hour long. They're 15, 20 minutes, half hour. And it's taking kids in communities that would not necessarily be able to do these things and make them doable. The Squirrel Girl one looks amazing. That was yeah, I, that was a good episode. I saw that one. Yes, and well, you and I are huge musical fans, anyway. Yes, but the way that Marvel brings this to the schools at zero cost—that's amazing. Yeah, tell me how that's not making the next generation as well. Like it's the whole Marvel concept of let's love them, let's give them this, but these people are going to later buy our stuff anyway. Right. So it's a win-win for them. I mean, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually looked looked into getting the Marvel stuff just for just to see if we can get somebody around here to do it because it's free. The stuff that they provide you, they send you the tail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says oh. like I'm looking at it right now. Hammered a Thor and Loki play. Yep. Um, six females, nine males, and five of any gender. Um, the mirror, uh, the uh, mirror most value, uh, Miss Marvel play is eight females, four males, ten of any gender. Um, and squirrel girl, girl goes to college. You need three females, one male, and fourteen of any gender. So yeah, they, the type of show they're all like, there's a comedy or a drama. How many people are in the cast? Mm-hmm. And they do provide all the scripts. They provide, um, like, for the teachers, there's extra acting books in there to help the kids get into character better or to understand their characters better. Like, it's just a really good program. I oh, think I... something we should bring to the inner city schools here, I think, because that would just, the free program would be great for kids who can't afford it but want to get that experience. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny because I also really like musicals. So now I, I'm looking forward to that episode. I just haven't had time to watch it yet. I did go see Spider-Man turn off the dark on Broadway a bunch of years ago. <laughs> I'd have never did seen you? that. No, no one fell from the, from the ceiling. <laughs> that, that was the issue when they were in what pre-production and early, uh, early versions of that play where Actors would have accidents and fall off the uh, because they literally swung from the the ceilings of the of the theater. At one point, Spider Man and um, Green Goblin were literally over my head. Wow, that's fighting, that's, and it was crazy. We're in the action there, huh? Yeah, it, it, it was really a really cool play. I know it's sort of bombed. Even though it lasted three or four it was, years on Broadway. It was too, it was too exp- it was so expensive. Yeah. What was, was it? Problem, I, I was still looking at the Marvel Spotlight. What was it? S- Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. It was the Spider-Man Broadway play that you two did the music for. Oh. And it, I, I really enjoyed it. Susan and I went to go see it on Broadway on a trip to New York uh, six, seven years ago. Maybe. The first performance was June 2011. So it was longer. It was, yeah, it was probably eight, nine years ago, man. It says, what went wrong with the Spider-Man musical? Too expensive. <laughs> and actors kept getting hurt. That's uh, like a big and, thing, too. And the, it suffered an early setback when the producer died of a stroke. Oh, it's a rent it's situation. Just, just started off bad, yeah. That play was as cursed as this episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we still have Anne right now, so we're good. Thanks, Tanya. Well, it wouldn't be an episode of Monkey Business if there wasn't some type of issue. 
We've been trying to record this one for three weeks now. Oh, (laughs) Oh, boy. (sighs) Sorry. I'm I'm, I'm trying to hang in here, guys. (laughs) You're trying (laughs) to hang in there? Before, before we know, we're trying not to jinx anything. Yeah, I think I already did, though. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, no, I was like, Anne loved it. Billy loves documentary. I'm like, I enjoyed it, but I'm not a huge documentary fan. So I only watched a couple episodes. Um, And I think I was doing the same thing when uh, we were watching The Toys That Made Us. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whatever, yeah, I one mean, with Barbies. And I'm just like, I don't if know. It's a inter- if it's about something that's interesting, then I'll watch it. Or if it's a good good one, then. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't watch all of them. I, I didn't watch the Japanese Spider-Man one. I didn't watch, watch the um, a couple other ones. But um, but yeah, like the suit up that one, definitely I enjoyed that. The higher, fast, further, faster was good. Um, Marvel Spotlight there. I just realized a couple nights ago, Tanya was your worst nightmare. I watched a documentary about Monty Python. Oh, <laughs> and that would have been my night- worst nightmare. <laughs> that have been that have been great. <laughs> Tell Actually, Dan it, what, what it is so he can go watch it. <laughs> it it's on Netflix, Dan. It's a uh, documentary about the final shows they did at the O2 oh, wow. Arena, oh, and wow. I think it's really really good. I saw I saw that last show when they broadcast it. Uh, live via satellite to movie theaters. I went to Tinseltown to watch it. It was like two in the afternoon because I think it was like eight at night in England. So it was actually live and convenient for us to see in America. Was it Monty Python's Almost the Truth? Is that the name of it? That's a that's a multi. That's like a six episode. No, this is just a, a one like movie that's about ninety minutes to two hours long. And it's a documentary about their farewell tour. There's a Let's lot see. of Monty Python things here. Wow. Yeah, that, there's a ton of them. Let me see if I can find Monty Python farewell documentary. <laughs> That's what I'm going to documentary. It's not something that Ann and I will watch. And you I, don't like Monty Python either? I hate Monty Python. So, okay, the Mighty Python thing, I, oh, God, I'm going to tell this story. About seven years ago, I dated this guy in Utica. It was a a long story. Tequila was involved. And I went to spend the weekend with him. And that's all we did was watch like four, I think it was four Mighty Python movies. He was so obsessed with them. And then he would walk around his house, like, just like farting and telling jokes. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like I was like are you kidding me like this is what I drove all these hours for to hang out to get to know you and you know like are, are you kidding me oh and it was like 85 degrees and no air conditioning oh, <laughs> I was like okay it, I, I can't do this anymore <laughs> a year later called- I couldn't do it anymore a year it's later <laughs> a year later no one on and off yeah. so me i drove there all the time it was like every couple of weekends i was driving there he never drove and here once for one day and we went to the strong museum of play and it was mighty python jokes and farting the whole way through that museum <laughs> <laughs> and that is why i hate mighty python you're welcome 
So he, <laughs> he, he, he overdid it to you. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh my God. It was so like, we went to one of his friend's house and they were quoting lines to each other back and forth watching NASCAR. I <laughs> See, NASCAR is where I tap out. <laughs> I, I tap out in NASCAR. Oh, I tapped out after NASCAR too. I was like, I'm going to go outside and sit in the sun. <laughs> That's literally what I did. I was like, I can't do this. I can't. I met him NASCAR at a racetrack. Just... But... You met him at a racetrack? Yes. <laughs> that should have... Oh, I'm sorry. No, Dan, it's called Mon Monty Python, The Meaning of Live. Oh, oh okay. Tanya, write that down. We're never going to watch that. That's <laughs> okay. okay. As soon as it has Monty Python in the title, I won't necessarily pick it up. So I like documentaries, especially when it's like really boring stuff and I can't sleep. It puts me right to sleep. <laughs> well, then maybe you need that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> no? Uh, you don't know what you're missing. Oh, that's okay. I Actually, will. Diff different, so it's okay. The yeah. History Channel is good enough for me. I like, okay. I like, I like the history of the unknown. That one's one of my favorites at two in the morning when you can't sleep. <laughs> Except, I actually really get into that. And when the TV asks you, "Are you still watching?" That's when I'm like, "Yes, I'm still watching." Why do you ask? I hate that. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, I'm still watching. Even if I wasn't, I'm still watching. <laughs> Mine's usually my Pandora station. Are you still listening? It sounds like we're playing to an empty room. Yes, we're still listening. Oh, I hate that. There's a new Netflix. There's another Netflix series, uh, A Men in the Fight for America, a history of the, what, the 14th Amendment. Um, the first episode is about uh, Frederick Douglass there. He's prominently in it. So it's on Netflix. I saw it, and Will Smith narrates the thing. So post it. Does anybody watch the um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air remix? No, no, it's really good. I I, I want to see it because it looks like it's fun. I saw it. it does look like it's fun. I mean, I saw bits of it. Fun. I have to say, it was pretty. It was pretty good. But I think the next thing we're going to have to do is the the movies that made us because the Dirty Dancing one really just had me. Oh, it, that, that was that was really good. Oh, oh, it was yeah. so good. So oh, did yeah. they, did that one come out? The movies that made us. Yes, yeah, it's out on Netflix. Uh -huh. What was it? The Dirty Dancing, Ghostbusters. Um, oh, I'm going to have to look it up now because. Hold on. I've, I've Home, got it. Home Alone, Home Alone and Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, oh who's watching? Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, this was the first one, the movies that made us, and then the toys that made us came after it, right? Um, no. I think it's the other way around. Is it? Yeah. And then High Score came after that, oh, yeah. which is about the video games. Yeah, but I watched all four episodes of the movies that made us, and it was it was really interesting to learn about these movies and and how they almost didn't get made. Yeah. <laughs> and, wow, somebody has a phone that actually rings. Yeah, that happens to be our house phone. Wow, you have a house phone? Yes, we still have a house phone. I bitch <laughs> about it all the time because I'm paying for it and I don't very I very rarely use it. So. I have a house phone as well, but I told Spectrum if I got any more spam phone calls from them, I was going to throw them out the window. <laughs> yeah, I primarily use my. So. What's the number, Tanya? Let's all call it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it out on the podcast. It's 867-5309. <laughs> Mother-in-law's calling me. 
if you have any questions for monkey business, call us at and then M O N K E one M O N K E Y. Oh my god, we really need a number. We could have somebody call in. I don't know how we would do that, but if we're lucky we got us four talking to each other. <laughs> what do you mean? Take live calls. What are you crazy? <laughs> we started half an hour late because we couldn't get you. That's exactly what I was thinking, Joy. Huh. <laughs> and this is our second time trying to record this because we couldn't get me. <laughs> Imagine hey, if we tried a third time. We're on a roll, guys. We're on a roll. <laughs> well, okay. do we have anything else we want to say about Marvel 616? I, I, I do want to say thank you for mentioning that they have different writers and producers because there is sort of a strange flow to the episodes yeah. that almost made me not want to binge watch it because I personally didn't like the episode with Paul Shearer, who is a funny guy. He's done stuff I like, but the thing where he's trying to create a new Marvel character or bring back a forgotten Marvel character. I didn't enjoy that one. It, it had kind of a, a weird feel to it that just didn't feel right to me. Well, that's I'm the trouble. Yeah, if, you're, if you're trying to be consistent, you need to have the same people running it. I mean, that had, mm -hmm. it happened to Star Wars movies. I mean, the last three movies are all different. Yeah. Um. And but you know, so something like this, where you know, they want we want to flow to this documentary, you kind of need to have a more consistent feel for it. I think. Wow. Uh, we could uh, take a break and we can come back and finish up. Yeah, yeah we still got our question of the week. And we're back. Thank you for uh, being with us for this long and enjoying our many different tangents that we've gone from Marvel 616 to WandaVision to Age of Ultron to DC to uh, Star Wars Legos and anything else that's going on. And we just had a side conversation about Girl Scout cookies. Um, so we are going to do a question of the week. We'll let Anne pick between one and how many, Dan? Uh, four, oh my gosh, let's see, 453. Jeez. I have no idea. Um, 99. 99, let's see. Uh, we've done 99, how about in that? Oh. Try again. 60. 60. Oh no, let's do Tanya's age. One more day at 48. 48, okay, 48. All right. Would you rather relive high school and get a million dollars or spend a year as a clown and get a million dollars? It said relive all of high school or just a year of high school? It says, it says all of high school. <sighs> so four years of high school and a million dollars or a year as a clown yes. and a million dollars. Yeah. I'm going high school. You know what, Billy? Me too. Because you know what? My high school years weren't that bad. Not in, in, in consideration. And I don't think I could live in the clown makeup for a year without my face totally breaking out. And, and I don't feel as though I'm super funny to be a clown. So, yeah. I, I, I don't want to be a transient going from time. I don't like traveling all that. I don't like being away from home. And true. So I, I'm, I'm picturing life on the road as a circus clown. 
So no, no, it doesn't I say on the road, but it's been a year as a clown. Just when you just dress up every day and do your stuff as a clown. I don't know. Mm. No, uh, I, people are afraid of clowns. They still choose high school because my high school days were pretty good. I think I, you know, not perfect, but I'm choosing. But a I, clown. I got through them well. No, I'm being a clown. My sister <laughs> is definitely afraid of clowns. I want to scare the crap out of her for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and B, I, high school sucked for me. No, I, I found a good crew of nerds to hang out with now that I think about it. We went to Star Star Trek conventions downtown and movies. and so, Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely taking high school. I went to Edison. Okay, first I went to East. And then through a series I, of unfortunate events, I ended up at Edison. I loved Edison. I hated the fact that I failed my entire freshman year because I got transferred in the middle of the year. So I had to go to day school, night school, and summer school to graduate on time. And it was just a very, and nobody told me when I transferred to Edison that it required so many extra credits. Mm. So I struggled. I mean, I did graduate with my 1.11 GPA, but I did graduate. I, you know, you, did you know you can fail gym six times? I did not. Yeah. Well, if you don't attend and don't participate, I think you would fail. Yeah, but somehow I played a varsity sport, so I don't get it. Like, huh. I really don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And that's why I ended up at night school and summer school, mostly for gym classes. In night school for gym classes, you watch sports on television and break down, break it down as if you were like a, like a sportscaster. Yeah, that would drive me nuts. Yeah, it was awful. That but, sounds awesome. <laughs> I would totally be a clown, though. Just really, my sister is deathly afraid of them. And I would deliver donuts to her every day just as a <laughs> Never get on Anne's bad side. Because she's got a lot of things that she can torment you with. For all the good that I do, I have a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a little fun there, yeah. Yeah. So, Dan, what about you? Well, I don't know if I, if I relive it exactly as it went, or I don't know. I don't know if we if I if I can redo some of high school, maybe. I'm, it just said go back, go back, and you said re relive high school. Relive high school. Yes, yeah, says relive high school. I mean, overall, I mean, I can't. Overall, I have no real complaints about it. I mean, there's there's stuff I wish I could have done differently, but mm -hmm. I mean, I got yeah. so many friends today that from Aquinas and everything. Well, you um, wouldn't have Chris, you wouldn't have Brian, you wouldn't have Deanna, you wouldn't mm -hmm. have all of them, and therefore, hence, you wouldn't have all of us if you didn't do right. that high school, and you wouldn't have had your Debbie Gibson thing. So, Well, Debbie Gibson probably would have come along eventually. Right. Yeah, you, that video, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it, overall, I can't complain about high school. I, didn't, I, didn't, I mean, especially senior, senior year definitely was best year there um usually is in high school but um but I, I if i can just live a normal life and just have to dress as a clown every day i, I could do that too but there are people that do that yeah <laughs> yeah i i'm going high school i i can't do the clown thing come on i'll teach you i have the shoes already and the makeup and the nose yeah. So, so what? What so do you think? F three clown day is that what you want to do? There you go. My so, uncle used to be the clown at Seneca Park Zoo. 
Oh, wow. 1992. And I kept his entire clown kit because he just so many memories. He was also Santa at the mall. and He was a mailman for 40 something years, too. But he loved to dress up and watch kids smile. He had the most innocent way of just liking how to make the kids happy. Mm -hmm. And he used to come every morning, every Christmas morning when we were kids until I was about 10 dressed as Santa and bring us all of our gifts. So when he did pass, I was so happy to get his shoes and his noses and the whole makeup case. I mean, I had to get rid of the makeup after a while, but I mean, just the smell of opening that case is nostalgia. Mm -hmm. So that could be a fun day to have a a, a clown day. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so when are you tormenting your sister? All (laughs) of the time. (laughs) Are you kidding? <laughs> Whatever you can is the is the answer. Huh? She is my little sister. Okay, Dan will understand this one. I'm the middle child, mm-hmm. so I had all their responsibility. So now they get tortured. Yes, my my little sister got off easy with a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the little sisters are the spoiled ones. Tanya's an only child, so she wouldn't know. The little sisters. Always got whatever they wanted. The older mm-hmm. could do whatever they wanted because they were the oldest. I was the middle. Yeah, sure. I was the one that had to clean up the messes and do everything in between. That sounds about right because I was the second second oldest of four. So my older sister, she did what she wanted. My younger sister got away with pretty much everything. Uh, my my brother, younger brother, he just sort of was there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah that's, I, that sounds about right because I'm third in, in out of four. And yeah. my younger sister pretty much was, but she was the smartest one of all of us too. She mm-hmm. she was a straight A student and not a troublemaker at all. So because she saw what happened with the other three, yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. So predictions, uh, Chris. I would say clown. Yeah, I think we'd want to torment people with me though. And he's yeah. really tall, and I'm short, so we could like get in a and get in, get in a little Mini Cooper and run around and torment people. <laughs> Chris in a Mini Cooper. <laughs> that that's funny. <laughs> he, he would be through the sunroof. He would have to have a sunroof in order to climb into that. <laughs> um, he survived in my VW Rabbit, so he can survive in a Mini Cooper. Yeah, so. he might be crunched, <laughs> but oh, oh no, no, we have if we're gonna go way back when, we'll have to get inside of a Chevette. Oh jeez! Yeah, yeah. Based on the last episode of Dan and Chris Save the World, I have a feeling Chris wouldn't want to go back to high school. As much as he loves his friends and and the acquaintances that he yeah. got from that, yeah, he. I think he would go clown. Yeah, he'd he'd want to he'd want to move on. Yes. Yeah, he, he, I don't think he wants to relive high school. Um, I couldn't have your reunions this year, and they're planning to redo our prom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who thinks of these things? I wouldn't want to redo my proms. Either one, senior ball or junior prom. No, no thanks. My junior prom I would. I went with a I went with a gay man and oh my God, we had so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. I highly recommend it if you're going to the prom. Bring a gay friend because they A can dress and B can dance. <laughs> All right, I'll find a gay friend and do that. <laughs> my senior ball, I went with my ex husband. That's how long we were together. Wow. So long ago that he was your ex-husband even then? (laughs) (laughs) 
No, we started dating in 1995. Oh, yeah. And what year did you graduate? Huh? What year did you graduate? 96. So it was high school sweetheart there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, except he was older because he was McQuaid, class of 93. Ah. Yeah, I know. So so how did you... So this is going to be a story for another time. That it, you graduated in ninety six, he graduated in ninety three. There was the where did you guys meet? <laughs> That's going to be a, a story for another time. And on that note, this has been another episode of Monkey Business. We're going to cliffhanger that one, um, our dear listeners. Um, uh, uh, I can't really do the outtake. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> This has been another episode of Monkey Business. Uh, Follow us wherever we go. <laughs> a, product, a product of your Florida City, City Comic Con. No, uh, yeah. a product of the Money Monkey Corporation, the purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you in September of 2021. Um, follow us on Facebook. Uh, like us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Um, we will lead you wherever we might go because that's where the entertainment is. And I have really totally screwed this up and Chris is probably dying laughing at this because <laughs> I need it written out. So, Chris, never, ever, ever be absent again. Just like you said, I couldn't ever be absent again because I had to Google everything. So, um, yeah, this is what happens when we totally take over the podcast and uh, things like that. So, Dan, just consider this. Just consider this the unreleased un- episode. <laughs> this, this one was definitely worth waiting two, two or three weeks for. <laughs> oh, so uh, we will talk to you next week.